previously on Tales from the Twenty Side. I guess I'll start with your pet. Turns to Chardonnay, takes his short sword as the sword itself seems to swirl with this black and red energy. And he slashes at Chardonnay. 30 points of negative damage. Even with liberating step, Chardonnay is down. Dick. What the dick? What that smile off his face? Want to avenge Chardonnay. So as the skeleton rakes into you, Otto, you find yourself falling backwards and you lie still on the ground. And Otto is down. You watch him sort of swing, this mad, desperate swing towards Brother Amos, and you flick the spear in your hand and you drive it at just the right second as the spear plunges through his, through his eye, through his skull, out the back in a splatter of blood and gore. The body of Rokar staggers for a second uh, before stumbling off to his left. Uh, you see it break through uh, the banister of the staircase and crashes to the ground with a thud. You can fix it in post, you. You can fix it in post. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Uh, right, welcome back, listeners, to Tales from the Twenty Side, a Pathfinder Second Edition Let's Play podcast. Uh, my name is Dom, and I am the games master for this game and uh, other games on this channel. Uh, I'm joined by our regular cast members of Mr. Stu Jackson. Hello, Mr. Neil Kelly. Hello. And Mr. Darren Mafucci. Hello. Well, welcome back, folks. How are we feeling after that rather intense session we had a moment oh my ago? My God. <laughs> well, it was a week ago for the listeners, but my God, mm. <laughs> he was—he was tough to bring down, wasn't he? He, he was. was tough I to bring that. Well, yeah, I didn't. He brought me down. Well, yeah, and he and Chardonnay. Mm. He brought down Chardonnay. He um, were a right dick. It was. I, I mean, I, I, I'm wondering if we bit off more than we could chew mm. with this, if, if I'm honest. Um, I'm kind of wondering. And it's not over yet, because, well, I don't know if the darkness and the skeleton will dispel with his death. We're, pre we'll be finding that out soon enough, mm -hmm. no doubt. But it might not be over yet. Indeed. Indeed. Mm. Must must have been quite cathartic uh, to finally bring down uh, this uh, this perpetual thorn in your side for uh, oh, a good ten episodes now at least, isn't it? It's been a funny relationship with him, I think, because he was sort of he was the bad guy, then he was an ally. Well, he, he, he was he was a client. <laughs> he was a, a quest giver. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He it's had a little diamond above his head. Yeah, a little ex <laughs> yeah. exclamation mark appeared. Yeah. yeah. World of Warcraft. It's, mm. it's, it's almost like the NPCs in the world have their own agendas. And Isn't it, though? And sometimes you may or may not be uh, be fulfilling them for them. Yeah. But there we go. Yeah. Doesn't matter now because he's dead. But uh, certainly Alwyn got 
Well, he's been getting very emotional about all that. He's been getting flashbacks. You don't know, man. You weren't there. <laughs> Do you know what? There's... Yeah. There's, there's a reason why Alwyn is the way he is. Oh. And I won't say any more than that. Yes. <laughs> Something we can explore uh, once we get into the game itself. Uh, so, it sounds like, uh, unless anyone wants to correct me, we're ready to get going. Mm -hmm. I'm keen to yeah. dive back in and see what happens. The, the unconscious form of Otto is giving a thumbs up. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Okay, uh, so bringing us back mm -hmm. into the game. Uh, Alwyn Templeton, Brother Amos, and Otto von Niederschläger. We really need to come up with like a collective name for the three of you at some point. Uh, just to make that a little bit, a bit, a bit easier for me. Just uh, before we all die. Yeah, <laughs> our hero. It's the best time, best time to come up with a name. I think mm. it's just before you all die. Um, uh, yes. Either way, you um, completed uh, part of your journey within the border wood, uh, having defeated the being known as Tebnotten. Um, you came across Captain Rokar, Rokar's raiders, and uh, it was decided that this man could not be allowed to continue his his villainy. Uh, so before pressing onwards uh, through the Winter Portal as directed by Ilvarian Metavius, uh, you opted to cleanse the wood of the raiders um, and put a stop to all his, his, his wrongdoings. Uh, in doing so, you made your way back to the High Sentinel Lodge, where you fought a pitched battle against uh, Rokar and uh, the last of his men that he had, he, he had at the lodge. Um, and after a close fight... Um, in which Otto was brought down um, on more than one occasion. Um, oh. Orwin's wolf Chardonnay was almost brought down uh, in quite brutal fashion by Rokar a couple of times as well. Um, as the battle culminated on the stairs uh, to, up, up to Rokar's office, um, Orwin, in a fit of fury and abject rage, uh, sort of seeing what Rokar was trying to do to his friends, uh, plunged a spear through the bastard's eye, I think is, is the technical term. Uh, and we ended last time as uh, the still-grinning corpse of Rokar uh, staggered off to one side, crashed through the balcony of, of the stairs, and, and landed on the floor of the High Sentinel Lodge with a sickening thud and lay still. And that is where we bring ourselves back in. So, adventurers, mm. what would you like to do? First question, are we still in rounds? Um, right now you're not. You can... I'll tell you what, give me a perception roll there, Owen. Oh, natural 20 for 27. Nice. Um, currently, you're not... You don't seem to be in any kind of dire, dire threat at the moment. Um, you can still hear the clonking... Um, of, uh, of this skeleton moving around Rokar's office and sort of bashing into chairs and knocking <coughs> over, knocking into the table and all that sort of thing. Uh, the sphere of darkness that had enveloped the room uh, is still persisting. Amos, can you can you watch for the skeleton while I tend to our friends? Absolutely. Um... So the first thing Alvin would like to do is check to see if Otto is still breathing. Uh, sure thing. You bend down uh, and Otto is indeed breathing. 
So breathe a sigh of relief on that. Uh, rush down to Chardonnay and check the same. Uh, and again, Chardonnay is laying very still in a pool of his own blood. Um, and there's a very faint uh, heartbeat and you can feel a bit of breath coming out of his mouth. Right. I would like to very carefully and gently bring Chardonnay upstairs next to Otto. Okay. Uh, as you uh, as you sort of heft Chardonnay up and you start making your way up the stairs, um, you get kind of just to, to, to the top of the landing um, and you see the globe of darkness uh, dis- disappears. And you hear a shambling moan as um, the skeleton that is now able to see uh, you see it begin to move towards you let's roll initiative again folks okay 23 for all win 23 for all win 19 19 for brother Ramos Um, Otto's unconscious Otto you don't don't wait for him (laughs) That's true. Uh, so yeah, Otto, we won't have you roll for the time being because well, hmm. there's no point whilst you're currently unconscious. Um, either way, acting first there, you see... Uh, yeah, Brother Amos, you see... Sorry, Alwyn, you see this as you're getting up, up to the top, the top of the stairs. Um, you see the globe of darkness dissipate and you see the skeleton uh, begin to shamble towards uh, the doorway where you are. Okay, first action, I would like to place Chardonnay on the ground. I'm not, I'm not going to drop for a free action. Sure. I'm going to take the time to place. Sure, sure, that's fine. Second action, I will draw the rapier. Okay. Third action, uh, I will let out a scream as I rush towards the skeleton. Okay. You ah! Sorry, listeners. <laughs> Okay, and with all of your movement, you can get right up next to the skeleton. Okay, I will do that. Uh, Brother Amos, you've seen Olwyn go rushing into uh, Rokar's office. <clears throat> you there, Darren? Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Uh, yes, it's your turn. It's, it's my turn. Um, I, I, I'm going to um, follow Alwyn and help him deal with the skeleton. Okay, so again, um, using one action, you can get um, in a position where you're flanking with skeleton on the other side of the desk. Okay. Two actions left. Um, Flurry of blows. Okay, roll two attacks for me. 26. 26 will hit. Twenty-three, and twenty-three will also hit. Roll damage for both of those. Eight. Have I still got the bane? No, that's gone. That's gone. Okay, eight then. Is that eight total? Yeah. Okay. Punch the skeleton twice. Takes a couple of nasty hits. Uh, one more action left. Uh, a powerful fist. Okay. Roll the attack. Nineteen. Nineteen again is just enough to hit. Roll damage. Eight. 
eight points of damage. Okay. Uh, you smack it with your fist. Um, we're round to its turn. Uh, it turns its attention to the one who rushed in first, uh, in this case being Alwyn. And it's going to make a swipe at you with its claws, Alwyn. Again, you see that these this, this skeleton seems, seems to have a, have a scimitar strapped to its waist, uh, which it's foregoing in favour of just raking you with, with its claws. Uh, I've got a 23 to hit. 23 is going to hit. Okay, Orwin, you take five points of slashing damage. And uh, once again, the frosty nature of this creature seeps into you, and you take an additional six points of cold damage. Okay. Okay, uh, it's going to rake it. Uh, it turns around to rake at Brother Amos. Uh, I've got a 13 to hit, that's going nowhere near. And it's last strike, it comes back towards you, Orwin. Uh, no, that's an 8 total. No, nowhere near. So, so it rakes you once across the chest, um, gets, gets, kind of get, gets one good hit in, um, and then whiffs on the last two. Um, between the two of you, it doesn't really stand a chance. Are you happy for me to hand wave this this last couple of rounds of combat? Uh, your call. All right. Uh, just for the sake of brevity, because we've had quite a combat-heavy couple of episodes. Um, a few seconds later, between Alwyn and Brother Amos, uh, they do bring down this skeleton. Uh, Alwyn, you you use your rapier to tr to kind of knock out one of its legs, and as it's toppling to one side, uh, Brother Amos, you shatter its skull with your fist. Um, as you do so. Um, you watch the sort of swirling blue energy around it sort of pulse and coalesce and then blast outwards. I need a reflex save from both of you, please. Duck! <laughs> 25. Okay. Uh, 17. 17. Okay. Uh, and you do see this kind of building for a second and you are able to kind of get down just out of the way. Uh, you each take two points of cold damage as it washes over you. you. You do seem to avoid the worst of it. Okay. Uh, but with that done, uh, the skeleton is nowhere to be seen. For the time being, you are out of combat. Brother Elwyn is not in good shape. But better shape than Otto. Um, Brother Amos. Yes. Brother Amos, yeah. Yeah, um, I'm Brother Alwyn. I pick up my own name. <laughs> well, you're in that bad shape. That's how bad yeah. I am. Yeah. Uh, do you want to see if you can find any healing potions or anything? He, uh, he was that sort of person. Yep. Yes, I'll have a search around. Uh, while Amos is having a look through the office for that sort of thing. Um, Alwyn would like to position himself between Otto and Chardonnay um, and would like to do a treat wounds on both of them. Now I know there's a feat to treat wounds on multiple at a time um, but I'd like to take my time and do 20 minutes treating them both. Sure. You sort can. of one, then the, the um, back and forth, rather than yeah, simultaneously, I, if I, that makes sense. I get what you're going for. You can absolutely, absolutely do that. Um, give me two medicine checks there, please, Orwin. One for... Do um, your choice which one you do first. 
let's do Otto first. Thank you. And uh, brother Amos, if you could give me a uh, what's it going to be? Investigation, not a thing. Uh, give me, yeah, give me a general perception roll as you're searching the office. Okay. Twenty. Twenty. Okay. Uh, as as you're kind of going around the table, uh, Brother Ramos, you do find at one end um, there seems to be a drawer that is slightly ajar, and you pull it open, and there is um, inside it there are three vials of a shimmering red liquid that you are very familiar with. Uh, these are potions of healing. Marcus, I will grab those and take them. Okay. <clears throat> and Alwyn, what were your medicine rolls? Uh, so for Otto, I got 17. Okay, restore yeah. 2d8 for, for Otto. Uh, 10 points for Otto. Okay. 10. Chardonnay was a 12. Yes, 10. 10 for Otto. Okay. Uh, Chardonnay, uh, you're unable to do anything for. Um, animal physiology is a bit different to, uh, to humanoid physiology. And um, you start sort of, you know, sort of stitching red to red and white to white as you were taught. Um, by the medics, and then you start realizing, hang on a second, I might be doing. I'm not. I'm not. Fam- I'm not totally familiar with the, with the anatomy of this creature. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna chance hurting him even further. Um, uh, but Otto, uh, as Alwyn finishes his care of you, um, your eyes do sort of slowly flicker open. Um, you feel like you've been hit by just a truck in 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 oh. real world terms. But uh, you are awake, and more importantly, you are still breathing. <laughs> that is a, a good, I'm not so, so happy about being awake, but I'm happy to still be breathing. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, um, you're, you're, you're welcome, um, but bear with me. Uh, Brother Amos, did you find anything? Yes, three, three health potions. Uh, can I have one for Chardonnay, please? Absolutely. I'll hand over the potions. Uh, And yeah, I'll use one on Chardonnay. Okay, Uh, so this is a potion of lesser healing. Uh, So that's going to be 2d8 plus 5 back to Chardonnay. Would you believe I've rolled snake eyes? Oh, mate. (laughs) One in six. That one was a dud. (laughs) But. At least Chardonnay does. her, his eyes pop open and uh, sort of starts panting very, 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 very shallowly. Shallowly yeah. is that a word? The panting uh, is very shallow. Very, yeah. <laughs> the sea of shallowly. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> By the river of Babylon. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, you say you're you're um, you're not well either. Let, let's have a look at you then. Um, and I'll do a treat wounds on Brother Amos. Okay. Um, and again, are you taking 10 minutes to do that or are you doing bat- bat- battle medicine? No, I'm taking 10 minutes. Okay. Roll uh, that medicine check. Uh, 25. Critical success. That's 48 back to Brother Amos. 48. If you roll four ones, I'm buying you a new set of dice. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, 15 points back. 15. To Brother Amos. On top of my 10. No, that was Brother Amos. That oh, was not Otto. Not Otto. 
No, I, 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 I can't treat you again for an hour. Is that right? I, I do appreciate yes. all you've done for me. <laughs> um, yes, we need to wait for an hour. Well, presumably, because half an hour has gone by for treating three. Hmm. Uh, actually, yeah, I'll do a treat wounds on myself as well. Okay. Uh, which is 15. That's uh, just a success. Barely. Barely. Uh, Again, per perhaps, your, perhaps Owen's uh, sort of latent concern for his friends uh, allowed him to work quite well on them. But as soon as he comes to patch himself up, um, a, a wave of tiredness threatens to wash over you. Uh, but you push past it just long enough to, to patch yourself up a bit. Right. If we can... Um if we can wait 20 minutes, I can start again. I mean, uh, just as a note, um, it's probably been forgotten because it's been some time since you got here. Um, you did arrive at the lodge kind of just as it was getting towards sunset anyway. Yeah, I think uh, having a good night's rest would probably be a good idea. Mm. Uh, actually, can Alwyn start looking around the office for any bottles of booze? Uh, you certainly can. Um, give me a perception roll. Oh, make it good, make it good, make it good. Oh, it's not bad. Uh, 24. 24. Uh, you have a look around the office. Um, you don't find any booze in there, but you do recall that Rokar had some on him when you last met. Hmm. Has anyone searched his body? No. And the body of the skeletons and the dead one downstairs. I think uh, we should do that. <laughs> So the skeletons themselves have turned to dust. Um, there's just all that all that's left of the skeletons is um, the ragged leather armor that the bandits were wearing beforehand and their their scimitars. Right. Um, okay. What about Rokar and the dead bandit downstairs? Okay. Uh, the bandit downstairs doesn't have much on on him. Um, Aside from if, if, if anybody is in need of crossbow bolts, uh, he has ten of those on him. Uh, oh, yes. other, th other than that, it's all fairly standard gear. You know, he's wearing le leather armour, um, has a scimitar, and has a, has a small crossbow. All stuff that I think most of you already have. Mm. Yeah. Uh, but you come to search Rokar, um, and you find rather a lot more on him. Uh, you see that he's he's wearing he, underneath this thick white white cloak. He was wearing a, uh, a suit of studded leather armor. Um, the cloak itself, as you take it off his body, um, there's just a slight tingle of static in your fingers, um, and you get a similar a, a similar effect from his short sword. Um, but in addition to those items, you find. Um, you find the flask of uh, the flask of booze that he previously offered to sell you, um, and you also find uh, a number of uh, of small uh, small vials that seem to con contain um, quite viscous viscous liquid. And there's one that's a, that's a small tub uh, that seems to be more of a more of a powdery substance. Okay, now I know uh, you are happy for us to do a sort of dip a finger into a liquid to see what it is yep so can we work out uh, or can alwyn can i dip my finger in the powder and rub it on my gums to see what mm. it is 
<laughs> okay. Um, so you do you, want to, do you want a piece of parchment? <laughs> <laughs> uh, right. Uh, yes, you sort of open up these vials. And uh, as you do so, um, three of them uh, have quite a bitter smelling liquid. Um, and you sort of dip your finger into it and just touch, touch the tongue with it. Um, and these seem to be a venom of some kind. Uh, specifically, there are three vials of giant centipede venom. Uh, the fourth that Rokar has on him, um, you sort of uncork the vial um, and it makes you feel quite woozy, just kind of sniffing it. So you decide not to uh, not to actually ingest any of that, but that is uh, one dose of lethargy poison. And the kind of powdery substance... Brother Amos, uh, as you rub it into your gums, uh, I need you to give me a fortitude save, please. <laughs> See, dra uh, drugs are bad, isn't okay? 12, 21. 21. Okay. Um, as, you, as you do take um, a bit of this on your gums, you uh, your head starts to spin. Um, you sort of wobble um, have to catch yourself on the wall to stop yourself from falling over. Um, but you take a second and you breathe, um, and the feeling passes. You suffer no ill effects. Uh, but you do ascertain that this is a single dose of uh, the poison known as grave root. Grave root. So rubbing this powder into your gut, what what sort of monkey are you again? Mm. A very bad one. Mm. <clears throat> Otto, I I noticed you were you were you were pocketing those crossbow bolts. Um, yes, very, very good. Um, now I wanted to mention, I noticed you were firing your crossbow, sort of, into the face of the skirt. Has just I mean correct me if, if there's a reason for it, but has it occurred to you not to use something like a dagger which doesn't need reloading when you're next to something? Oh well, I wasn't at my best, I have to admit, and the the, the crossbows were I had in my hand, so I was just fending them off. Oh, that's, oh, and, that and, makes, and then, that and then it was all too late. Yeah, no, that makes sense. No, I just I just wondered about hmm. that because you know how I mean, as an experienced um, bounty hunter. Hmm. I'm, yeah. I, I tend to yeah. just favour the crossbow, but uh, yes. I don't. Yeah. People don't usually get that close when I'm yeah. using it. You hunt at range. Yes. 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 <laughs> yes. 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 I, I can mm. see the common sense and can definitely see why you would want to stay at range in particular. Yes. 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 Hmm. Um, have <laughs> 20 minutes gone by and can I start another round of treat wounds? Uh, absolutely. I mean, is the intention just to kind of take a rest in the, in the lodge? I think, what, what do you think, chap? Should we stay here overnight? Overnight? Uh, it, it is our lodge now. We, we uh -huh. own it, don't we? We can stay overnight, and then Otto, you can burn it in the morning. Yes. <laughs> well, uh, hang on. We might not want to do that, because we might want to let the people of Heldron know that it's available again, so the High Sentinels can maybe come back and do their <coughs> do their thing And, and pay us rent. <laughs> 
Well, yes. no, it's not really ours. <laughs> well, it, it kind of is. We've worked for it. I thought, I thought, didn't you say that all possession was theft? Me? No, why would I say that? I'm a bounty hunter. I seem to remember <laughs> that. <laughs> not when it applies to us. Right, okay. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm employing a double standard here. Uh, I think. Right. Uh, well, standards are good. Standards, standards are good. So hmm. if you've got a double standard, that's twice the standard. Yes. So that's got to be twice as good. It, <laughs> yes. There's a logic to that. Yes, there is. I quite like it. <laughs> <laughs> right. But no, I do, uh, no. I think maybe not burn it down. No, we won't burn it down. Um, I, I was only joshing. Maybe burn the evil things that Rokar. Maybe burn Rokar. Yes, I'll enjoy mm. that. Yes, <laughs> won't we all? Um, oh, you can do detect magic, can't you, Otto? Um, yes. Can you, you might want to have a look at this cloak and this short sword. Yes, I'll do uh, detect magic. Okay, uh, so you cast your Detect Magic, uh, Otto, yes. uh, and these two items are indeed magical. They are magical in a way that I cannot uh, elaborate on. But they are magical. Okay. I mean, if, you're, if, if the intention is to kind of take a, take a rest here in the High Central Lodge, um, you can sort of figure it out over the course of the evening what, what these things do. Hmm. Well, I think our magical expert, yes. Well, it'll give you something to do while you're on watch, won't it? I suppose, yes. So maybe maybe if I do another round of, of healing and then we start watchers, what do you think? That sounds like a Agreed. Um, for, just so I know, in Rokar's flask, am I right in thinking that there was the equivalent of three-tenths of... Uh, of Alwyn's flask. Uh, I think that's what we said, yes. Right, so I'll up that accordingly. Uh, not going to take any just yet. Uh, going to hold back because I still haven't got very much. Okay, uh, so yeah, another round of uh, healing then. So, uh, treat wound rather. So for Otto, uh, that's 11. Uh, sorry, Otto. <laughs> at least I'm not hurting you. <laughs> yes, at least there's that. Uh, for Chardonnay. Uh, oh, that's better this time. 21. Lovely. Uh, so Chardonnay gets back. Oh, and that's pretty good. 12. Uh, so another 12 there. Uh, and then for Amos. Uh, oh, that's pretty good. Rolled a 19, so uh, that is 28, which I believe is a critical success. It is. Uh, that is 12 plus 6. Uh, 18 points back Ooh. to Brother Amos. And then finally on himself again. Uh, nope, another 11. Okay. You are able to at least patch up, uh, patch up, do, do a bit of patching up here and there, making everyone a bit more comfortable, mm. as it were. Yeah. 
I am back yeah. to full health. Yay. Thank you very mm. much. You're welcome. Um, maybe, maybe you can take first watch then. Yep, I'll do that. Me and Chardonnay can take second watch. I'll take third then. Okay, uh, Brother Ramos, as you kind of settle yourselves into into sleep in the lodge, um, yeah, it's quite. It's a fairly big place, and it's um, it's eerily quiet uh, now that uh, it's everywhere. Everyone is dead now. That yeah. dead. <laughs> now eerily. that its former residents have been evicted, I was going mm. to say. <laughs> mm. um, and yeah, you you sort of sit sit there there in silent contemplation. Uh, sort of listening to the howl of the wind and the occasional creak of the timber. Um, but your watch passes uneventfully. And so you wake Olwyn and Chardonnay, uh, who also take their watches. And in, in much a similar fashion, uh, Olwyn, you find yourself ruminating on uh, on what happened uh, here today. Uh, how close you came to losing uh, friends yet again. Um, but at the same time, finding strength in the fact that this time at least you were able to to, to protect them, um, and before you before you know it, your watch has come to an end, and you wake Otto to take his watch, um, and Otto just as the uh, as the dawn is beginning to break, um, mm. you hear a loud squawk uh, from outside one of the windows, and you sort of snap snap to attention. Uh, and and go to look at, look and see what, what what's going on, and it just seems that um, uh, a, fa a fairly large uh, pigeon or uh, of some sort has has just been caught uh, by a larger bird and is being carried off into the distance. Oh, that's something you don't see every day. Um, <laughs> but uh, regardless, your watch passes without incident, and the morning comes. Um, you all have. Uh, I mean, really, this is, this is the first time that you've kind of slept in an actual building in, uh, I think, the better part of a week at this point. The oh. last time was inside the lodge. Which wasn't even asleep because you kind of just rested there and then yeah. made your way back out. And actually, mm. the, uh, the last time you slept in a building would have been in the, uh, the Dragon's Fangs when you returned to Helgen the first time. Right. Either way, uh, quite quite some time ago in game, in game and you you all find yourselves very grateful for the comfort that the lodge provides. Um, but the morning the morning comes. Um, you've been undisturbed the entire evening, um, so you recover hit points equal to your level times your constitution bonus. And Chardonnay and Otto lose the wounded condition. Is that correct? Uh, they do. That's correct. My level times my constitution oh, three. That's <laughs> just another three. Uh, and Chardonnay's level for this purpose, due is uh, three. Yes. <clears throat> um, is Chardonnay always matching my level? Uh, yes. Mm. Yes. Cool. I mean, I don't. I, I don't think the rule explicitly says that they are, but they say it uses your level for proficiencies and stuff. So I assume right, that it okay. is. Okay. <laughs> Either way, either way, you, you you've awoken, um, you've sort of perhaps slept in a tiny bit owing to, to the comfort you found yourselves in. Uh, you've had your breakfast. What would you like to do? 
Well, hit. I think we should get a message back to Heldron um, about what's happened here. But I don't know how to get a message back without actually going back. No, me neither, so we won't. <laughs> <laughs> Otto's, Otto's middle name is uh, Charitable, clearly. <laughs> and, <laughs> and practical. Realistic. I mean, I, I suppose the only thing to do is to go back to hell. Mm. Isn't that about a day's travel? Uh, it was... Mm. Yes, uh, if 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 you are uninterrupted along the way, it is about a day's travel. Mm. Day in the wrong direction, though. That's the only thing. Mm. And, uh, that, that 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 is a point, actually. Um, when the three of you woke this woke th this morning, um, your first thoughts were of. Um, what might lie beyond beyond the portal? Only for mm. only, only for, for 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 a brief moment, you found yourselves uh, sort of dwelling on on what might await you past there, and whether but, to go. Therefore, well, I think those are our only choices, aren't they? The portal or Heldron? Well, I also wouldn't mind. Well, maybe having another look at those boulders and. Seeing if we can lay the spirits to rest. It's uh, it's a tough decision. We toss a coin. All right. You yes. Toss yes. Toss a coin. Uh, so go for it. Whoever wants to do so, roll me a d6. I'll let you assign odds and evens as you wish. Evens, we go back to Haldron. Odds we do something here, like the, we go through the portal or we check out the boulders. Okay. Is that fair? That's fair. Okay. It is a six. We go back to Haldron. Okay. Can't argue with the coin. Well, they'll, they'll be pleased to see us and it will give us more time to. Best of three? Best of three. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, do you know what? If. if so, so I I heard this thing once where you you, as the, as the coin's in the air, you know what you want it to be before it lands. Yes. So if you know that you don't want to go back to Heldren, you really <laughs> don't want to go back to Heldren. Then we know we don't want to go back mm. to Heldren. Um, maybe do you know what? Maybe we'll see some someone on the way who can take a message back for us. Maybe we won't. Who knows? Maybe. 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 Yes. Maybe we'll meet. Shame I can't talk to Chardonnay. I could talk to Chardonnay to tell a wolf to get a message back. Mm. But I can't, so that's, you know, a pointless. Mm. Musing. Um, I'm trained in nature. Does that make any difference? Okay, so are you heading back to Haldron? Is that what you do? I think, I think we're not. No, I think we're not. We don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. As the coin was I mean, in the air, we realised we wanted it to be an odd. And it yes. And and no, being trained in nature does not give you the ability to talk to animals. Unfortunately. Sadly, okay. not as a not as a champion. 
think as uh, no no I, um, that was um, that was Amos's question I see fair enough yeah. fair enough uh, oh before be, before I forget uh, you did spend some time with the uh, the cloak and the sword um, the previous evening before you went to bed um, the sword is uh, quite simply a plus one short sword um, uh-huh. if it if it matters to you or, or not um, kind of uh, engraved in the pommel of it is um, a very discreet symbol of Norgaba, which you notice, Orwin. See, I I wouldn't touch it. It's up to you two. I mean, it's a nice sword. Is that a plus one striking sword? Uh, no, it's just a plus one sword. Plus one short sword. Plus That's plus one to hit, not to not, damage. Not to damage, right? just to hit. Okay. Yes, it's nice. I mean, I've got this masterwork longsword as well here. Mm-hmm. So... We've got a long sword and a short sword, and I've got my rapier. Um, I have my fists. You have your fists? Mm. Um, I, I don't know. Are you trained in... It's a martial weapon, is that right? It no. is a martial weapon. No. You're not trained in martial weapons. not trained in martial weapons. Is it? I'm pretty sure it is, but I could be wrong. Uh, hey, Moss, you're not, you're not trained in martial weapons, are you? Mm, no, monastic weaponry, I think. Mm. Yeah, the short sword is is a martial weapon. So it's only me that's trained for all these mm. different mm. swords mm. that we've got. A, so we've got the, obviously I've got my rapier, we've got the masterwork longsword, we've got the plus one short sword, we've got the cold iron... Oh, that's the point. Presumably the cold iron sword is somewhere in the lodge. Uh, yeah, you take a bit of time to sort of go searching for it and you do you, you do find it. Um, kind of tucked into one one of the storerooms, uh, again wrapped up in the same bundle of cloth. Okay. Uh, well, I think we'll take it. I mean, mm. t- yeah. So there's, there's the cold iron longsword. Uh, it's, uh, it's only me that can use all these bloody mm. things. <laughs> Just have to grow our in six extra arms. That's all we have to do. Yeah. Um, um, so, so this might be a a, a a a bit of a tricky question, Dom, but. In game, would it be possible for Alwyn to spend time with Otto and Amos, teaching them how to use these weapons? Uh, yes, in theory. Um, so, in kind of abstract terms, uh, proficiency reflects kind of years of instruction and practice with something. Right. Um, it's definitely something you could work towards, but it's not going to be a quick process. Okay. Well, maybe as a you know, when we're resting of an evening, I can show you a few moves, you know. Um, right, and the cloak. What was the cloak? Uh, the cloak was. Um, uh, you sort of had to sit had to sit with it for a few minutes until um, you kind of got an understanding in your head of what it was and what it did. Uh, but as you did so, um, whoever was doing so. Uh, learned that this is a cloak of the yeti, and it's a uh, it's a it's a it's a sort of very thick, shaggy white white fur cloak, um, and it does a number of things. Um, so it is an invested item. Uh, the wearer of this thick, furry cloak ignores the effects of severe or mild cold, and gains a plus one bonus to armor class. Uh, once per hour, uh, the person wearing it 
can raise the can raise the hood of the cloak um, as a reaction to rolling an intimidation check. Uh, if they do so, they gain plus two to that intimidation check. Right. Mm. Who gets to wear the Yeti cloak? Well, I'm I'm going to suggest, um, as you're the easiest to kill, it seems, Otto. I'm very easy to kill. <laughs> and we are going somewhere very cold. Um, that, yes, you wear it so the cold is less likely to kill you. And with the plus one to AC, I don't know why I'm saying that in character. Um, <laughs> but the extra armor that it gives you, um, that will... That might help as well. What What do you think, Amos? Are you happy yeah, so with that? I'm happy with that. I'm glad you think that was my thinking as well. So I'm glad we are in agreement. Uh, it's It's also worth noting. Sorry, just to interrupt you there. Um, where Where it reduces the effects of cold, um, your current winter cloaks only ignore mild cold. So this isn't this is an improvement on, on that. Mm, sorry. Yeah. yeah. Punch my microphone. Okay. Um, is there anything else in the lodge that we might have found? Any money or? Uh, I tell you what, give me a, uh, give me a perception roll as you kind of taking a casual look around the place. Fourteen. Fourteen. Uh, yeah, you find a couple of things. Um, nothing really to write home about. Um, you know, lots of suits of armor, lots of kind of. Um, mm sort of swords and crossbows in varying states of, of disrepair. Uh, you do find, uh, sort of going through a lot of the runes, uh, you do find uh, a, a collection of coin uh, totaling about 40 gold pieces, sorry, 40 silver pieces. Okay. But uh, yeah, yeah uh, um, other than that, um, yeah, you do find that there are a couple of rooms that are locked, um, and you sort of try to force them, and they seem to be quite sturdily made. Uh, don't seem to be breaking open any time soon. No keys on Rokar's body or anything like that? Uh, not that you could find. Mm. Right, okay. Um, but I don't think we want to hang about here too long, do we? No. No. We'll be getting, getting on. Uh, right, so uh, that'll be 13 silver pieces each and one spare. Who gets the spare? You can have the spare. You found it. You, oh, you very get the spare. kind of you. <laughs> I won't argue. I'll give it to a charity when I see one. When you think of one. When I think of one. Charity begins somewhere. Yes. Mm. So what do we think? Do we go for the look at the boulders first or straight to the portal? Mm. I feel a sense of urgency about the portal. Yes, mm. I think the portal is... Uh, yeah. Uh, if that's... Um, again, ju just to clarify, um, you're not feeling drawn there. It was just... It was odd that... that it was just just the first thing thing that you thought about this morning. That's all. That's all. Mm. Mm. Yeah, but I'm I'm sort of interpreting that as it's playing on my mind. Therefore, yeah. To the yeah. portal then. 
Mm. Right. Are we, are we going to go through the boulders or are we going to give them a wide berth? I think I know the answer. <laughs> I, I mean, we could, we could go through them. Well, let's go via the boulders and see what, uh, see what happens. See if we get uh, waylaid. I'll tell you what, you go through the boulders, I'll go the long way round with Chardonnay. No, I've come the long way round. Call, call me if you need me. <laughs> Maybe I'll come the long way round with you, the pretty way. <laughs> look at the burnt hut. Yes, this is going to look at the burnt hut. That's much more interesting. Okay, uh, so the three of you proceed after kind of getting yourself set, set for the morning and... Uh, kind of taking a look around the lodge to see what else basically nicking anything that's not really nailed down that you can find um, you begin making your way back into the border wood um, can't believe I didn't find any more bloody booze <laughs> <laughs> uh, actually sorry uh, in the kitchen uh, you did find um, there was some more booze uh, there's enough to take you up to a half full flask okay so that would be one more nip <laughs> <laughs> Okay. And I have a, a half full flask. Okay. Uh, either way, after doing that, you are able to kind of start moving back into the forest. Um, and as you do so, uh, it seems that overnight the snow has begun to come in, uh, perhaps a, a touch heavier than it, than it was before. Uh, you sort of open the door uh, and you immediately get a flurry of snow in your face. Um, you suffer no, no, no ill effects, but you're... you're as you're beginning beginning to walk, you're already moving through, uh, through a bit of a a, mi a very minor snowstorm. Mind, it's pff, gets in your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but you proceed through the uh, through through the woods along the, along the path that uh, uh, the last time you had, you you had been this way, you were in the company of of Tenpenny and Lady Argentia. Um and after about after a couple of hours travel you do indeed find yourself back at uh, the site of the hut and you enter the area that has uh, the field of boulders did you say you're going around it again Alwyn's going around it yes, around, yes. around. <laughs> alright and as the three of you uh, plus Chardonnay begin sort of moving along the tree line um, or when you do catch a glimpse again of this small uh, young girl uh, sort of stood in the field of boulders, sh sh shivering, and as you kind of, um, as you see her, um, it's 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 strange. It's it's almost like your presence uh, caused her um, to start to start saying things. But again, she she said she she sort of calls out, um, looking vaguely off into the into the middle distance. Uh, she calls out and says, I'm, "I'm sorry. Don't hurt me. I never meant to call you names." Nope, 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 nope. No, they, they never mean no. it, do they? They, no they, pit, they, no. they always do it. They never mean it, but they always do it. Uh, now she's sorry. Nope, nope. We're just like nothing oh. to see. No, carry on. Okay. And uh, you do uh, sort of skirt around the boulders and eventually around uh, past the hill where uh, the still slightly smouldering ruins of the hut um, uh, perch atop. But, but, but the hut itself... Uh, remains burned down. It hasn't sort of magically sprung back up overnight. Oh, I'm pleased to see that. Mm -hmm. okay. 
and you continue onwards through the forest. Um, and again, after a couple of hours of hours travel, again sort of moving through quite thick, heavy snow, uh, you pass uh, the area with the tree house where you where you camped before you fought Zebnotten and, and afterwards. And a short while later, um, it's it's about mid afternoon at this point, probably about, probably about three o'clock, maybe four o'clock. Um, but you find yourselves coming to uh, the camp where you fought Tevnotten, and you can see the, uh, the, uh, the light of the portal swirling up above. Um, and as you do so, you see that the corpse of Tevnotten is still there. Um, it seems to sort of be growing, growing ice, ice on it. Um, still, still clutching his. Uh, no, actually, that's, that's a lie because he threw it before he died. Um, and his, his spear is still lodged in the snow. Um, Close to the ice core ring. Just going to examine this spear for a moment. All right. Uh, you grasp the spear, and it has a familiar tingle to it. Um, a, a very slight static as, you, as your skin caresses it. Oh, I think oh. this might be. Otto, is this magical? Let me uh, detect magic. Otto, you cast Detect Magic and you do get a magical sense from mm. the spear. Yes, there's, uh, there's something there. It not it oversized for any of us, though? Um, actually, looking at it... Oh, I've lost my note for it. Uh, yeah, it, I, I mean, it was sized for Tebnotten, who was a large creature. Uh, so mm. you, you sort of look at it and it does look a little bit big. Hmm. Be be cumbersome to. Um, hang on one moment. I've I've had an idea, uh, and I'm going to um, get some rope out. And if Chardonnay will allow me, I will tie it to the side of Chardonnay. <laughs> oh, fantastic! Um, I tell you what. Give me a uh, give me give me a uh, diplomacy roll, Owen. See if you can convince Chardonnay to, to accept this. Oh shit! Seven. She <laughs> uh, <laughs> bites you. <laughs> you you sort of he approach you. you approach Chardonnay with um, with your rope and this spear, and uh, Chardonnay sort of backs up, and you see. Uh, his hackles go up on the back of his neck and he growls. Okay, sorry, bad idea. <laughs> All right. Um, is it is it too cumbersome for us to take with us or? No, um, it's. I mean, it's essentially a big spear. Is what it looks like. Right. Okay. Uh, we'll take it with us anyway. Okay. And uh, you you sort of grasp the spear in earnest, Alwyn. And uh, yeah, you you pull it out of the snow, and you you now have uh, a slightly oversized spear. Okay. Mm. Right. So, uh, who's going first? I'll go first. All right. Uh, so, brother Amos, <coughs> you you step forwards. Uh, towards this light, uh, sort of 
as the energy is swirling and whipping around you. Um, and you take a second to steal your, your resolve. And you reason that it can't be that bad. I mean, someone came through it the, the, the other way, right? It can't be that bad. I'm sure it's fine. I'm not scared at all. Oh god, what am I doing? And as you have this last, <laughs> as you have this last thought, um, you step into the swirling light, and um, there is a strange sucking sound, and you feel your body um, passing through. Uh, sort of, it, it's really strange. For, for for a brief moment, it feels like you're um, sort of in a wind tunnel, uh, sort of just moving very very quickly uh, without really knowing. Uh, where you're going, all, all you can see is this white sw swirling mist around you, um, and then uh, the sucking sound comes to a head, and you are spat out into um, a very similar scene to the one to the one you left. Uh, you sort of find yourself in a forest. Um, much this is more of a of a of an Arctic forest uh, than uh, the kind of temperate based one that you're in before you, you, you look around you see pine trees uh, sort of tall uh, tall dark dark bark and sort of needles needles everywhere um, you see that uh, around the outside of this portal there there is another ring of icicles uh, and the sky is a um, is a deep wintry gray and as as you as you pop through the, the other side of the portal um, the chill catches you in in your lungs almost instantly. And yeah, you 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 look around and you gather and that you yeah. are that you are no longer in Taldor. I think at this point there's not much else I can do other than wait. That's it. Um, and uh, so Otto and Olwyn, you watch Brother Amos sort of step nervously into the portal. Um, uh, which sort of flares with energy for just a moment uh, and then returns to normal. Are you following them through? Do you know, I wonder if we should go back to Heldron. <laughs> Maybe, yes. <laughs> I didn't like the look of that. I, do, do, you, do you want to go next or should like, do, do you Chardonnay? think maybe he'll come back and tell us it's all clear? Well, we didn't say to do that, did we? No, but you would think, wouldn't you? I'll tell you what, I'll go through with Chardonnay, right. and if it's all alright, I'll come back and tell you, alright? Alright, yes. Okay, um, Chardonnay, here boy, come on. Right. And I'll uh, step through with Chardonnay. Okay, Alwyn, you lead Chardonnay into the portal, and uh, you, you experience um, the same kind of sucking sensation as you're transported uh, across a very vast distance at a very short space of time, and um, yeah, uh, nearly a moment later, you you are also spat out, and you find yourself uh, in this grey and snowy land. Uh, Brother Amos, you you do see Olwyn and Chardonnay. Uh, a few seconds after you uh, pop through uh, through the light. <coughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. It's the uh, <sighs> it's the sucking sound coming to a head and being spat out. <laughs> uh, poor Darren's been trying to hold it together all that time. I'm sorry. Um, 
either way, so, just 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 to give give Darren a second to cool down uh, and stop laughing. Um, Owen, you you do uh, sort of see uh, you see Brother Amos there waiting for you on the other side. Okay. Hello, Brother Amos. Uh, can you keep an eye on Chardonnay a moment while I just nip back and tell Otto it's all right? Okay. And uh, yeah, I'll nip back through. And you do so, and a second later, um, you find yourself looking into the very, bu- very bewildered face of Otto. Go on, you nip through. I'll be right behind you. It's it's safe, is it? Yes, you get this sucking sensation. <laughs> oh, I like the sound of that. Uh, Comes to a head, and then it's, then it's, it's been a while. You get spat out the other end. You know, it sounds like just what I need. That was far more filthy than I intended. (laughs) That was meant to be this amazing, majestic story moment, and you guys have ruined it with filth. (laughs) Be careful of the blowing on the other end, though. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. It was brilliantly told. Don't worry. Don't worry. I enjoyed that. We are children. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. My mind's in the gutter. Okay, uh, so Otto, um, are you stepping through the portal? I'll step through the portal. You sucked. do so, uh, and sucked you through. are you are sucked. Uh, you are sucked <coughs> long and hard, but also very fast. Uh, and a moment later, uh, you appear in this grey and snowy land uh, with Brother Amos uh, sort of waiting with just just a hand on Chardonnay's back, hmm. laughing his head off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, mm. and back on the other side of the portal, uh, portal, portal. Um, Alwyn says, and they never suspected I was changed, <laughs> <laughs> and goes through the portal. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. Um, and yeah, um, a moment later, the three of you are reunited um, on the other side of this wintry portal. Um, and yeah, as. As you kind of t- as you kind of take stock of the area that you're in, um, you do sort of have to shuffle deeper into into your cloaks because the the chill is um, much more biting here than it was um, on, on the other side. I'm glad I'm Bit wearing nippy. the yes. I'm glad I'm wearing the cloak of the yeti. Yes. Yeah, stop putting the hat up. You're very intimidating. <laughs> 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 okay. Um, yeah. So so you found your way across across this portal. Um, as mentioned, you find yourselves kind of in a ring of icicles similar to, to on, on the other side. Uh, sky is a deep wintry grey, and you're surrounded uh, by pine trees. What would you like to do? Are there any pathways or anything like that through the trees? Any um, buildings and anything other than just tri- the circle of trees let's, around us? Let's have perception rolls from everybody, please. Thirteen. Twenty-one. Twenty-three. Nice, okay. Uh, Alwyn, uh, you're, you're, you're still chuckling to yourself about the little mm. gag you made that nobody heard. Alwyn, <laughs> um, uh, sorry, Brother Amos and Otto, you sort of glance around and, and between you, you notice a number of things. Uh, you don't see any sort of direct pathways. Um, you do see the evidence of, uh, of hooves uh, that had come into the portal on the other side. You you, you recall that Ilvarian Matavius was riding a big black warhorse uh, before that disappeared into nothingness. <clears throat> um, yeah, you notice that kind of just 
off to the east, uh, you can see looks to be uh, the outline of a mountain range. Um, and there is a very artificial looking structure. You can't quite see, it's, it's getting a little bit dark, uh, but you can see the outline of what looks to be a tower um, on this on this hillside quite, quite away in the distance. Mm. Um, and the last thing you notice, and you, it's uh, Brother Amos that notices this, um, around the portal that, that, that you've come through, uh, there is the remains of uh, what surely, until very recently, was a massive pine tree. Uh, seems to have been sundered and shattered of, uh, oh. in, in, in some way. Well, well that's, that's <clears> what we get. We can either follow these horse tracks or head towards the tower. Well, that was well spotted. Yes. All right then. Do you want to lead the way now? Yes, I'll I think follow. we should follow the horse, the, the tracks. Okay. See where they um, lead. Arwen will draw his longbow um, in preparedness. Okay. And in which direction are you, tra are you traveling? We're, we're following the, the horse tracks that lead to the portal. Following the horse tracks, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, which do which do kind of lead in a vaguely easterly direction. Um, as the, as the three of you begin trudging through the snow, um, again the snow the snow is really thick this side of the portal. Uh, you're you're really having to sort of struggle with each step that that you plant. Um, you're you're following these tracks uh, for a good ten minutes or so, um, and kind of just 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 as the portal itself disappears. Uh, into the thickness of the trees. Um, all three of you here, uh, a, a short distance ahead of you, um, you hear the sound of a commotion. Um, you can hear uh, shouts of people who seem to be to be, to be running around. Uh, you can hear solid objects striking other solid, solid objects. And you, you hear a, a primal, guttural cry of a creature of some kind. It sounds a bit like a... And that is where we're going to end for this session, folks. Ooh. We're not in Kansas anymore, mm. Tom. I'm in Chicago. Tales from the Twenty Side is a Fiegel Films production in association with Juicy Falls. Music by Nazar Ryback from hooksounds.com, editing by Stu Jackson. Find us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram by searching Tales from the Twenty Side or by visiting talesfromthe20side.com. <laughs>